0: I just saw something move out of the corner of my eye and I got very confused.
1: What was it? Your dog?
0: No. Because it's the wrong corner of my eye. (laughs) Oh! Get out of the house! (laughs)
1: Hello, and welcome to the Magic Winks Clubhouse, a podcast where two best friends get together and recap every episode of the Italian magical girl series Winks Club. I'm Brendan, and I'm Fairy of the Surging Sea. And I'm Tess, Fairy of the Rolling Stones. Today, we're watching Season 1, Episode 11 The Monster in the Willow. In Italian, it's called The Kingdom of Water Lilies. And in the 4Kids dub, it's called Junior League. The Italian version of the episode aired February 20th, 2004, and the Four Kids episode aired August 28th of 2004. Alright, so we didn't get any listener questions this week, so we're just going to go ahead and jump right into the episode summary. Aha! So we open in the Winx's dorm, where Stella and Flora are having an argument with Bloom as a hapless bystander.
0: (laughs) And I'm just like, oh god, did they forget Stella's characterization again?
1: Flora has apparently been running tests in order to, pre- to prepare for her midterm once the Hollow Deck is up and running, and it's driving Stella nuts. Stella points out that Bloom and Flora's room has basically just become a giant chemistry lab, and uh, there is a very extensive tube system full of fluid?
0: Yeah, and Bloom mentions that, yes, Flora has taken over the apartment space, but... I'm letting her because I've already done the exam.
1: Apparently, Flora's experiments have spread beyond her and Bloom's dorm. It started with Flora just asking Stella if she could put some plants on the windowsill because Stella's room gets the best light. Unfortunately, (laughs) the flowers that Flora put in Stella's room are um, apparently sentient. And they are... (laughs) Trying on Stella's clothes and makeup?
0: And Stella has a very valid complaint here of they're messing with my stuff. But at the same time, just
1: move your stuff? On the third hand, Flora, why did you put sentient plants in there?
0: (laughs) Stella says they're wearing my shoes, using my makeup, and worst of all, they have no fashion sense.
1: (laughs) That was pretty good. (laughs) Um, My favorite uh, one of those plants is the tulip that is just coating itself in lipstick. (laughs) Uh, Flora says that Tecna has never had any problem with letting Flora store experiments in her room. So she goes to Muse and Tecna's room to get backup from Tecna. And Muse is just kind of sitting there and she's reading a book. But she's also levitating the book and flipping the pages hands free. Yeah,
0: that seems like a waste of time. Not not time, but like, it feels <laughs> like...
1: Burning your MP for something very trivial. Yeah. Tecna is nowhere to be found, and uh, apparently Musa hasn't seen her all day. So, uh, Flora asks if the plants are bothering Tecna and Musa, and Musa says she didn't know they even had any plants in there. <laughs> and uh, because Flora put them in Tecna's closet, because they're plants that do well in the dark
0: and apparently and apparently Techna doesn't use her closet that much
1: what and so Flora goes to open the closet and, <laughs> and Techna is in there mummified in vines I had to pause the episode for a good like three minutes while I had a giggle fit this was freaking gold it really was <laughs> um Flora gets Tekna untangled, and Tekna says she was just trying to get a pair of pants, and that she got nabbed. <laughs> uh, in four kids, just a quick
0: sidestep. Um, so you know how four kids likes to change some stuff.
1: Um, insignificant details.
0: Insignificant details, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, put one of the stage. Insignificant details. Um, you leave. For- in-
1: <laughs> Hold on, let me think of a. Bus. what is her name that's the that's the point you leave candy Ho out of this
0: <laughs> um so in cindalume muses reading a book and four kids she's just looking at sheet music
1: they changed it
0: yeah it, it was a book with a blue cover right
1: yeah as far as i remember
0: and four kids it's like three or four sheets of, of uh, sheet music.
1: That's weird.
0: And oh, and um, uh, Techno was looking for a uh, jacket and not a pair of trousers.
1: Also, uh, there's a few shots of the girls in front of the doors to Techno and Muse's room, and on the door is a circuit board pattern with a treble clef in it.
0: <laughs> Are they dating?
1: I think that just means uh, Takeda and Musa live here. <laughs> that's that's their sigil. Uh, which is really awkward because that means that Flora and Bloom's room has a daisy on fire.
0: My plant's on fire. How about yours?
1: <sighs> they spend the rest of this episode in the swamp. Oh! Um, apparently the vine strangle thing is what those plants are meant to do and Tekna actually almost loses her temper and oh, Flora God. cowers in terror
0: <laughs> when we say cower she is like on the ground have mercy on me
1: with her arms up and everything like Tekna is about to just like unleash some sort of cybernetic fury
0: <laughs> but she manages to calm herself she's like breathe Relax. What are we going to do about
1: this? I noticed that Techna started brushing her hair but with a full-sized comb this time instead of the stupid little toothbrush she <laughs> used last episode.
0: <laughs> yeah. And there was a weird lighting thing when um
1: so everybody kind of agrees that Flora has taken her experiments a little bit too far. And Flora says that she will, you know, she'll she'll get her stuff and she'll take it out of everybody's rooms. But then she's going to relocate her experiments to the Black Mud Swamp.
0: (laughs) Time to become a hermit.
1: And Bloom reacts like Flora just said that she was going away forever.
0: To be fair, that's kind of what I read it as, too, the first time.
1: Yeah. Uh... And then Bloom says that nobody wants Flora to leave, and then nobody speaks up because Tecna was trapped in a closet and almost died.
0: Yeah, Bloom, she almost killed a friend.
1: And uh, so Flora leaves with her plants, and Bloom tries to read everybody the riot act because Flora was trying to study. And um, Stella responds that they all have to study, and their studying doesn't end up with any of them destroying Flora's clothes or trying to strangle her uh yeah bloom pretends she has the moral high ground here because she promised to help Flora study for her exams and she just kind of leaves
0: i forgot about a couple things in four kids um uh stella mentions that like homeopathy isn't gonna help out with fighting witches like what are you gonna do throw a daisy at them
1: the fact that she- the fact that the writers managed to work the word homeopathy in at all, kind of impressive.
0: Um, also, um, the dress that one of the plants is wearing is apparently by Goblin and Gavana.
1: Mmm, I see what they were going for, but I'm gonna say no.
0: Four kids just immediately bulldozed through Tecna, calming herself down. From almost being killed. And just went full hog, I'm yelling at you, even though my body is not.
1: <laughs>
0: and we get one more mention of the subterranean sludge slugs.
1: I noted that too.
0: <laughs> the Black Mud Swamp, they're, but there are subterranean sludge
1: slugs. Um, I like that the four kids dubbed it the exact opposite of the Cindaloom I am... Um, My body is yelling at you, but my voice is not. <laughs> uh, so then we go to the Black Mud Swamp where Flora has set up a uh, tent in a uh, portable alchemy lab by a riverbank. As you do. And apparently the rest of the Winks are out here because Bloom's guilt trip worked. Yeah uh flora says that she's also in the swamp not just because of all of you know the stuff where you know Tekna almost got at by a plant (laughs) um she's in the swamp to find a very specific flower called the cheerful gladiolus that grows in the swamp and apparently the essence of the flower is an antidote to some kind of dark magic there's a few Tekna missing her sleeves errors in this episode so. Techna? Yeah. When Techna transforms later, there's a few instances where she's not wearing her sleeves, and uh, one instance where she is only wearing one sleeve.
0: <laughs> where she has only sleeves.
1: <laughs> oh god, the rest of her outfit's color- colored flesh tone, including the hat.
0: <laughs> oh. oh no! Oh, Conan's! Stella gets stuck in the mud. Again.
1: And there's a great zoom in on her cloven hoof.
0: (laughs) Oh, it is. Uh,
1: Because the show abides by, you know, that law of conservation of detail where you only draw the big toe. And then the rest of it looks like a stocking foot. But it's also (sighs) terrifying because there's the vague suggestion of toe.
0: Bad name called it vague suggestion
1: of toe. (laughs) The biggest part about this flower, though, is that it doesn't allow itself to be picked. And Flora will use a potion that she brewed up to create a functionally endless supply of the flower's petals that are, like, you know, clones of the original flower. Right. And uh, so the girls get to work, and for some reason they left Keek. Uh, they brought Kiko with them, and they're leaving him at the campsite.
0: Also, I noticed something. It mentioned that there was a- that it was a um, despair spell or something to have to do with sadness that the witches cast. hmm But in the last episode, the witches were turning people into frogs, like-
1: I mean, I would forget- be sad if I got Baleful Polymorphed <laughs> into a frog. <laughs> oh. Adam- What's wrong?
0: I'm a frog.
1: So everybody is tramping around in the mud, and Stella falls face first in the gack.
0: Perfect. I wrote Stella with the (sighs) bus to something, and I can't recall what.
1: (laughs) Uh, Stella is tired of being in the wet and the dirt and the mud, and she just wants to go home. And then Flora tells Stella to be quiet. Stella starts ranting again, and then Flora, like, bodily covers Stella's mouth with her hand and points at the water. And there's a pair of water nymphs flitting around on the water surface. They're really cute! (laughs) Yeah, they're, like, little mermaids, but they've got manta ray wingies under their arms.
0: (laughs) I missed their, um, name the first time around, so I just called them Mini Mermaids for the rest of my
1: notes. Um... Stella literally bites Flora's hand to make Flora let her go.
0: Yeah, I mean, you can't really show someone licking the inside of someone's hand. Which is what I usually do if someone's covering my mouth?
1: Uh the the nymphs try to run away, but Flora explains that she needs their help. And then the nymphs take the winks to their queen. Who looks like all of them except she's a yellow. She's yellow and she's bigger. And she has a little scepter. (laughs) Uh, In the Queen's royal chambers, uh, she is very happy to have visitors because the nymphs almost never receive them. And there's a very cute moment here where Stella wants to call the Queen your highness and has no idea if that would offend her or not. And then Bloom was like, "Just, just say your majesty. So, Flora explains that she's come for the cheerful gladiolus, and the queen agrees to lend her one. Uh, And when the girls ask the queen how the water nymphs have never really been found out, even though they just live in a, uh, like, a series of bubbles underwater, the queen explains that they like to keep a low profile, which is a very bad joke. Uh, The nymphs are currently having an issue with a monster, and they just call it the Black Island monster. And they can't just leave where the monster is, because Black Island is the exclusive habitat of a plant they need to create their little underwater habitats. And if they didn't have them, they'd have to stay above water where they're vulnerable to predators.
0: Again, Fair.
1: It's also terrifying to realize that, yeah, when you're that small, you could just be eaten by a frog, a spider.
0: You could be predatized.
1: A big enough fish, even.
0: (laughs) The queen mentioned that every distance of time goes by, they send one of their own out to retrieve a leaf or two or five i'm not entirely sure from the island and the last one sent um her name was lucis but i just called her loser because that's what i was hearing
1: i i it took me a few tries but i eventually heard lucis and uh she never came back and because bloom is the main character she instantly volunteers the rest of the winks to (laughs) take care of this monster and everybody agrees so they transform And as they're flying over to Black Island, Stella has a thought that actually makes a lot of sense. The nymphs say the monster is gigantic, but the winks are gigantic to the nymphs, and then maybe the monster isn't really that big at all. And there's a joke to be made here about creature size classes and how they affect challenge rating, but I cannot come up with anything good. (laughs) But I would think it was really funny if it was just like a dog. You know?
0: (laughs) Cutting back to uh, Four Kids for a moment to one, get back, uh, bring the scene up, and two, to cause more suspense for the audience. Turns out, in Four Kids, the cheerful gladiolus is the only one left of its species for this potion that Flora's trying to brew. And it is under the, um, it's under the care of the Black Mud Junior League, or the BMJL as Flora initially puts it, to which Musa replies that it sounds like a hip hop group. Oi! And I think it sounds more like a K-pop group these days.
1: Ah uh, yes, BMJL: Beauty, Music, Jeans, Looks.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's not a bad Kim. And it got me wondering, what the hell is a junior league?
1: Uh Stella says that there's one on Solaria. Uh I guess they're Girl Scouts.
0: Okay. Um
1: <laughs> Because the, the way that she explains them and the way that the water nymphs act, they're basically Girl Scouts.
0: Who have a queen. Or I guess yeah. the leader is the one with the big stick. Um
1: <laughs> She's the dead mother. <laughs>
0: In Four Kids, they cut one bit of Stella scaring them when, like, she bites Flora's hand. And also, um, the Water Nymphs have been nightcord.
1: Yeah. They just have high-pitched noises. Very high-pitched and maybe slightly sped up. Um, also I noticed something kind of weird about the Water Nymphs when I was watching the Four Kids dub that I didn't catch originally. Mm. They drip.
0: Oh, yeah, they do. I
1: I was watching the uh, courtrooms or the um, the throne room scene, basically. And I noticed that the queen was just like occasionally just dripping something. <laughs> I guess they 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 they're like salamanders. They're just always a little slippery.
0: <laughs> Gross. The uh, junior league mentions that they have plans for a literacy for butterflies tea party
1: benefit, which is sold out,
0: and the pollywog playground improvement project.
1: Huh. I guess maybe the black the black mud swamp is where Gullah Gullah Island is.
0: <laughs> um. <laughs> I was just thinking about Gullah Island the other day, too. And yeah, I just wanted to bring those two things up because that was funny.
1: So, uh, I don't know if you noticed this. Probably didn't. While the girls are hovering over the swamp, Tekuna does not have her paper airplane wings.
0: She's I did just not. Kinda,
1: she's just kind of floating along.
0: <laughs>
1: and she go, newm. I guess they, uh, needed their budget for other stuff in the episode. Uh, Stella sees something moving around underwater, and then she mentions that maybe it's not going to be that big of a monster. And then a frickin' sea serpent comes out of the swamp and eats Musa. <laughs> oh,
0: fuck! It's a Nessie.
1: Yeah, it it literally just, like, hump and dives. Stella tries to shoot at it and ends up killing a fish. Like, it comes up belly up with X's for eyes.
0: And it's tongue out.
1: Yeah, that's weirdly funny. (laughs) So everybody agrees that they need to save Musa. Duh. Like, what else are you gonna do? Uh, None of them can operate underwater. So uh, Flora suggests they summon air bubbles to breathe in. They do that, and then they go underwater. And Musa is still in the monster's mouth, but she's unconscious, so if she doesn't get etched, she's gonna drown.
0: Uh, how- how is she, how is she not dead right now?
1: Magic. Huh. Uh, Bloom flies into the monster's mouth and grabs Musa, and then teleports out. And it roars at them, but then there seems to be some kind of earthquake going on. Because the The ground is shaking and there's rocks falling. So the girls fly above water and settle on Black Island in the middle of a grove of trees. Uh, These trees are planted in a very deliberate manner, apparently, like rows of hedges. And uh, Flora explains that they are red willow trees and that they grow in a spiral around a central plant. She calls it the leader? Um, I think it's probably more like that's just the way the seeds disperse is in some sort of spiral pattern and then they grow around that parent tree.
0: And at this point, I'm getting flashbacks to Junji Ito's Uzumaki and I'm telling these girls to gleeve.
1: To gleeve?
0: I was hoping you didn't hear that. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Leave that in. Uh, uh, everybody starts getting really sleepy because this is just the poppy scene from The Wizard of Oz.
0: I wrote that down too! (laughs) Field of poppies!
1: Poppies will make them sleep. Uh, Tecna realizes that something funky is going on. And decides to analyze the uh, the air quality. And to do this, she summons like a full like 360 computer setup. Of just like screens and keyboards and starts beep booping <laughs> away.
0: Um, I have written down here the tin man can't sleep. Because she is not nearly being inspected as bad by this.
1: Which is weird. Uh... Turns out, it's sleeping gas. So, Tecna puts a visor down on her helmet. And she tries to keep everybody from falling asleep. But it doesn't work. Uh, Flora, Musa, and Stella get KO'd. But Bloom is- Bloom's fighting! And she points out the central red willow tree. And instead of just being- a tree it's pretty obviously a monster
0: it looks like one of those what do you think you're doing trees from the wizard of oz
1: it it has it looks like a pink snake with vines for hair it has eyes <laughs> it's surrounded by birds that are asleep but i thought they were dead
0: they're belly up like the friggin fish
1: yeah those birds aren't asleep but actually yes they are because they wake up later
0: (laughs) also how does bloom have the best eyesight ever because she's like the tree over there there are birds and look that must be the missing nymph who is also like nestled in a root of the tree there's loser
1: and uh she's maybe what five inches tall
0: she's smaller than the birds who look like some kind of pigeon
1: and could probably eat her <laughs> uh so techna makes an air bubble around them after bloom conks out and then she does a thing where she vents out the uh the sleeping gas i guess it's pollen but how is this working? Some kind of one way oxygen membrane
0: um for a hot second, uh social here about of four kids' town um when when techno realizes that the sleeping gas is in fact sleeping gas, she just shouts, "Everyone, stop breathing!"
1: <laughs> perfect. <laughs>
0: Everyone stop breathing. What?
1: That's not an option, Techna.
0: <laughs> also the um little line the graph the bar graph whatever thing that was in the Cineloom version was changed to some kind of heart rate monitor in like it was pasted over one of Techna's consoles.
1: So they changed it from a bar graph to a line graph. (laughs) Okay. So Bloom uh, wakes up. And Bloom helps Tecna expand the bubble to wake up the other girls. And then all five of them make the bubble even bigger. And And the water nymph wakes up. And the birds stop being dead. Yeah, the birds just kind of get up and fly away like it's no big thing. And uh, Lucis knows who the Winks are. And she says that while she was asleep, she was telepathically aware of everything around her.
0: Which sounds like a horrifying coma.
1: Uh, She also explains the truth about the monster. It's not a sea serpent. And Black Island isn't an island. It's a giant turtle.
0: Appar- so now we have a creation myth.
1: Well, uh no. Apparently it's just like a forgive the pun, bog standard giant turtle that has a parasitic red willow tree on it. Uh the red willow tree uh also, terrifyingly, uh Lucy says that the turtle has been trying to wake up for eons. And oh. occasionally sleepwalks. Oh. Uh, so, the red willow tree tries to attack the Winx, and Bloom responds by setting it on fire. As you do. Which is funny, because she throws a fireball at, like, the front of it, and it doesn't work. But then she throws her fireball at the roots, and it starts, like, burning from the inside out.
0: Oh, uh, real quick, real quick. Um, so, Lucis is still damp? yeah like she wakes up and she's still dripping with whatever the hell
1: it's mucus they're amphibians
0: Oh! oh. Huh.
1: no they're they're probably yeah they're amphibians they're always just a little mucusy uh. <laughs> a hint of toe's first single a little mucusy oh. Oh. <laughs>
0: I hate this.
1: This is not what you came here to do. No! Uh, uh, after the, the tree explodes, by the way, um, after Bloom, like, chars it, Flora destroys its charred shell, and it mm-hmm. turns into a flock of red butterflies. Okay. If it's gonna go, it's gonna go big. And uh, the Black Island Turtle is now free from the spell of the Red Willow. So back in the and nymph Stella Queen-
0: and Musa did nothing.
1: Back in the nymph queen's court uh, she congratulates the winks on destroying the red willow and the turtle is going to move on. but the problem is that means it's taking away the plants that the nymphs need to survive and they managed to gather a bunch of leaves before the turtle left but even those are going to run out someday but then flora remembers that she has her plenty of plants potion and uses <laughs> it on the leaves that the nymphs already collected and now they'll never run out
0: okay um the um nymph queen says if it is mother nature's will so be it and then flora chips in with hold the bus f- phone i've played god
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you like did you like the plenty of plants potion
0: Plenty of plants. Also, I- uh, I'd yeah. like you to know
1: that that is spelled plenty o apostrophe plants.
0: <laughs> um, in four kids because last scene, why not? First of all, when the rest of the Winks wake up, Stella has a bug on her. <laughs> it's clearly just a ladybug, but Stella is convinced that it is a zit bug. And Tecna quips in with that zip bugs are native to cold climates.
1: Yeah, in the Cinaloom, she's just freaking out because it's a bug. It it was actually a very cute background moment.
0: (laughs) She's like running around in the background. Shaking Um, her
1: arm saying, get it off me.
0: At one point, the birds start singing again because they're awake. And Stella says that that is a forest bird song, which is Flora's ringtone. (laughs) And in Cinnaloom, the plants are needed to make their bubbles their houses. In 4Kids, those plants are their only source of nutrition.
1: Jinkies.
0: So it's mildly more dire.
1: (laughs) Uh, So if Flora's ringtone is birdsong, what do you think the other girls' ringtones are? Um... Technus is either something really fancy and custom or the bog standard one that came with her phone. There's no in between. <laughs> uh Blooms <laughs> is probably just like a twink a magically twinkle kind of sound.
0: Or It's Pieces of Me by Ashley Simpson. Oh, <laughs>
1: Did you just look up songs that came out in 2004?
0: I typed in popular songs in 2004! And I'm like, well, it wouldn't be, yeah, Drop It Like It's Hot, or no,
1: that's Burn,
0: so, Pieces of Me by Ashley Simpson, that works.
1: Um, I think Muses is Drop It Like It's Hot. No, Muses is, she made her own. Oh, yeah, it's an original composition.
0: And um, Stella just has hers on vibrate.
1: <laughs> she can't be bothered to answer the phone. It's all they'd be blowing up her phone. <laughs> no, are we? No. Do you know what Stella's? Do you know what Stella's ringtone is? What? Oh no! Wait, never mind. It wouldn't actually. It doesn't make sense in the best way, but she would still really like the song. It's "Rich Girl" by Gwen Stefani. <laughs> Bloom brought over some CDs. <laughs> Bloom and the girls make hot 2004 mixtapes. Oh, wow. Was that the year Toxic came out?
0: Man, Gwen Stefani had some pops in 2004. That's when Hollaback Girl came out.
1: Milkshake came out in
0: 2004. <laughs> Welcome to 2004, cast. Um, so, dude. We're like 47 minutes in on my end.
1: Uh, yeah, and Are there get- is about-
0: Are we getting better at this, or- Because like we both liked this episode.
1: It was fun. Um, let's also just wrap it up, because we've got like 30 seconds left. Um, the Queen thanks the Winx for all they've done. And while they can never truly repay the Winx for either keeping them safe from predation or from starving- <laughs> uh, they give Flora the last cheerful gladiol. Well, in 4Kids it's the last. In Cinnaloom, it's actually a little bit more special because they say that the cheerful gladiolus allowed itself to be picked for Flora. Because it knows she will Aww. take care of it. And in 4Kids
0: she mentions that and in 4Kids Flora mentions that yeah, I'm going to work on replenishing this population. That'd be the dumbest thing ever if I didn't.
1: <laughs> sure, it's a bunch of genetically identical flowers. What's the worst that could happen? Uh, the girls celebrate a job well done uh, until they remember tomorrow is Stella's midterm, and we get an everybody laughs ending.
0: Ha 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 ha
1: I feel like this episode did a pretty good job of giving us our first character focus of the season that isn't on Bloom. <laughs> I mean, I suppose the Day of the Rose had a little bit of a moment for Musa, but uh, I think this is technically our first ever character focus episode. Um, So now it's time for our best, worst, and to name the MVP of the episode. Tess, what's the best?
0: The best? For me. Hmm. I really need to think about these. I keep saying that, but like, I need to keep thinking
1: uh my best for this episode was that it's a flora focus episode we get to see a situation where her skills and talents are exactly what are needed to well actually flora doesn't end up saving the day i guess tecna did but you know what i mean
0: right we got to see more growth for everyone basically
1: but particularly for flora
0: yes uh, yeah, I'll probably it with my best, too, because I just can't think of anything.
1: Uh, my worst was Bloom's very faultily reasoned guilt trip.
0: Mine was the sudden realization that the water nymphs are covered in mucus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Don't you love amphibians? No. <laughs> they can survive on land and in water. Uh, my MVP for this episode is just Flora. It's her- it's her episode.
0: She deserves it.
1: So, uh, with that all said, you can find the podcast on Twitter at Magic Winks Pod. That is at Magic Winks Pod.
0: You can email us at Magic at gmail.com. That is the name of our podcast at gmail.com.
1: You can follow me, Brendan, on Twitter at Sonata Waves. S-O-N-A-T-A-W-A-V-E-S I will also be appearing on the January episode of Kids and Their Dog, a Scooby-Doo movie review podcast where I sit down with their hosts Cassidy and Lava to discuss Scooby-Doo in Where's My Mummy?
0: Jinkies! Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Pocky Slice. Pocky like the delicious Japanese snack. Slice as in a slice of pie. I'm not going to be on any podcast other than this one for the foreseeable future.
1: And also to plug those uh, fine folks over there, you can find them at and to... Shout out that podcast that I'm going to be on and plug them again because they do some wonderful work. And one of their hosts is our main uh, is our number one fan. <laughs> uh, you can find them on Twitter at kids and their dog. Go give them a listen. Uh, Tess has been on an episode talking about Scooby-Doo and the WrestleMania mystery. I've been on another episode talking about Scooby-Doo and the Loch Ness Monster. And they have uh, a good stable built up over there. If you can on the platform that you use to listen, please leave us a rating and a review. If you can't leave a rating and review, you can always spread the word, tell your friends, uh, see if you have any uh, people in the appropriate demographic in your area to get into Winx Club, Uh, small children and or grown nerds. So next time, we'll be coming in hot with one of my favorite episodes, or at least one that I remember fondly that also has some issues with it, but it's a show that came out in 2004. Uh, we'll be back <laughs> next week with Miss Magic's Stella episode.
0: <laughs> She's beauty. She's grace. She'll, She'll punch, punch you, in you in the face. The face. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Until next time.
1: Meeting adjourned. Open your eyes. Open your mind. We are the Winx. Winx. If your hand is holding mine. We can fly for space and time. And together we'll be sure of our winners. Winx. We're the smile you can and chat. You light up our world. We'll fly the
0: moon sky together. I'm going to turn on the other side of lights real quick. <laughs> you... Tell people we didn't get
1: any no listener questions. Vamping, 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 vamping. We didn't get any listener questions today. I'm still vamping. <laughs> Look at me filling up this dead space so elegantly, so seamlessly.
0: <laughs> it's almost like nothing happened. <laughs>